broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now, okay, everybody, you listen to Phoenix Two FM. This is Nerd to Know Basis, show fifty-six. My name is Daryl Connor, and I'm joined by the one, the only. Keanu Calicorn, thrilled to be here. Keanu, welcome back. It's been a bit of a break. How was your trip away? Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was fantastic. We got to go to the Lego shop. We got to go on the boats and go in a merchant ship. Got eaten by a whale in a museum. It was great crack. Amsterdam, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. We were only there a few days, but like, uh, yeah, the food there was gorgeous. I'd definitely go there again in a heartbeat. I've heard good things. Everybody's saying, um, you know, it's a place to go see, and it's it's on my it's on my wish list anyway. You know, to to see at some point. But um, yeah, I'm glad you had a good time, man. It's it's good to kind of recharge your batteries and you know get away from it all for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Although I did miss the show and all the guys and all that. Uh, I hear Lisa has been doing a fantastic job over on her show. Yeah. Well, we were slacking a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, um, <laughs> Bryn and myself. We were slacking a bit. We didn't do a show last week, but. Uh, Lisa is killing it. She's even got us on FM104 there as well. So that was pretty. Oh cool. yeah, detail. Yeah, she um, like, for the way she says it, she um, she was ringing, she was on talking about Halloween or whatever, and then gave us a plug, for, and then gave her show a plug as well. So you know, fair play to her. I wish she had recorded it, but uh, that's pretty cool all the same. I'm sure it's out there on the internet somewhere. Well, if anyone knows, pass it on to us because that'd be great to have. But what I will say is, um, if anyone listening now hasn't listened to Straight Outta Canto do because <laughs> Straight Outta Canto is one of the best shows um, as a fan you can listen to it's crazy it's random it's wild you know ne- I never know what Lisa's gonna pull out of the bag um, and it's just great you know so do check it out also on Phoenix FM we have two slots now yeah so not only our Saturday slot, which you're listening to now, but we also have Tuesday at 8 p.m. So 8 to 9 p.m. on Tuesdays is another slot. Now, I used to do a wrestling show on that slot, and sometimes there will still be wrestling content at that time period. But um, for the weeks that I don't want to talk about wrestling or that we have more stuff to do, we will. But So look out for more regular near to no media content there from either ourselves from lisa from other people we bring on specials all that kind of stuff it's gonna it's gonna be a much more active time slot than just repeats from an old shows so what do you think about that king i think it's fantastic i mean in what uh, three months we're up to three shows now that's pretty good yeah for sure like it's great you know and it's it, it's kind of cool to have that um the support from phoenix fm so um yeah i was i was thrilled when they gave us to go ahead on that so um yeah, like I do, we will kind of do a little better on social media um, as far as letting you guys know what the Tuesday show is going to be. But Keen, you always kill it anyway, and then people know what the Saturday show is going to be. Um, so yeah, like just the best place really is to go on our Facebook, go on our Instagram, 
or Twitter or whatever and then kind of see it there. And um, yeah, that will kind of let you know what's up as well. So that's kind of everything that we have from a housekeeping standpoint. I think. Well, actually, it's worth mentioning we did a panel at Shurikon, two panels, oh, yes. in fact. Yes. Uh, one on women in Pokemon and another on the post-mortem of Star Wars, right. which uh, with Bryn and the team. And we certainly will be looking to do more stuff like that in the future. But we are scheduled to do a Harry Potter theme panel on Saturday morning at Dublin Comic Con, um, which will be next week from the time this is airing. Mm. Exactly. The, the, exactly one week away, right? It's the, is it a Saturday or Sunday? It'll be Saturday at 11, assuming the provisional timetable is what goes ahead. Right. So Lisa will be on it, Tristana DeCanto, our good friend Mannequin Blue, who's popped on the show a few times, she'll be mm. on it, possibly with some balloon-themed Harry Potter things. She did make a very impressive BB-8 balloon dress for our last panel, so I'm sure she'll have something very impressive to show off again this time. Cool. Uh, so yeah, if you are attending Dublin Comic Con on the Saturday, we'll be there. We're looking for people to interact with in the audience and uh, especially if you are a Hogwarts or Harry Potter fan or anything of the like because it's going to be a bit of a personality test. It won't be like a lecture or anything like that. It's going to be mad and crazy and interactive just like the wrestling was well, last time we were there. And I will not be there because <laughs> I'm not allowed to be there. Lisa doesn't let, won't let me be there. No, 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 because it's for, it's many, for many health. people have heard your thoughts on Harry Potterdom on this show before. So we thought as a safety precaution, we best just run it ourselves without supervision. Yeah, no, you'd be grand. I, just, I, I didn't want to derail the, the, the panel, the panel <laughs> right off with pitchforks and a lynch mob coming after me. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I, as much as I, I would be entertained by that, um, I think it's. Better. I fully expect you to turn up in like a wrestling villain cape, like right <laughs> near the end or something like that. <laughs> no, to be fair, I, d- I did kind of um, I did consider that, and if I was in the country, <laughs> I, I would. So we'll just have to see. <laughs> but I uh, know it'll, oh, that- it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Like I think you know, um, for what I've heard from what you guys did at Shurikan, um, it's a great panel, great lineup. Bryn won't be there either because, you know, Bryn's not a Harry Potter fan and I think he's busy. But uh, no, you guys have it well in hand. I certainly hope so. I sent out like a message for help on Facebook last week asking everyone to remind me of like hundreds of billions of Harry Potter facts because the book, the last book was about, what, 10, 15 years ago? I've probably, I'm at the stage where I've forgotten more than I ever knew. Like, mm. so hopefully. The audience, like with the wrestling, the audience will be able to help fill in the gaps for where I fell down. I'm sure Lisa and Katie will be very much on top of it. Like, oh yeah, most definitely. Like, I think you have like the best person there. Like, we're lucky in that sense um, that we have someone on the team who's a big Harry Potter fan because, you know, I'm just not. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's just not, and Brent's just not. So. Um, yeah, we try, but you know, yeah. my, my my input would be, you know, there's other books you can read other books, and then yeah, that's yeah. when the list mob would start. So, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think Lisa is especially um, heartbroken she, because Jason Isaacs has, yeah, well, she's she is going to lead it, but like Jason <laughs> Isaacs has just he's just cancelled his appearance for next week, yeah, which is a shame but, because I believe she met Tom Felton who plays Draco Malfoy, so she's 
definitely working her way up the Slytherin ranks. She was looking forward to that. Uh, she messaged me when she got her ticket, and I was just like, oh, this sucks. You know, but yeah. what I will say, you know, if, you know, God forbid the coronavirus causes um, stuff to be cancelled, the DCC folks are great, and they will postpone it, you know. Mm. Um, like, we're not going anywhere because we do a podcast, so we will still produce content. Um, but, like, as far as, you know, um, public appearances and stuff like that we just kind of have to wait and see what happens um oh yeah sure if it gets postponed then myself katie and lisa will throw together a podcast instead like we'll still deliver on what we promised you know yeah like i'm doing a gig in london that day that's why i'm not going to be there i fully expect that to be cancelled i hope it isn't but i also wouldn't be shocked if it if it was you know Mm. um but we just have to wait and see you know i think this will all level out eventually and then we'll get back into booking more panels and cons and stuff like that as well you know if for anyone listening if you do want to book us i'm going to uh, you can email us nerd to know media at gmail.com i'm going to build out a section a panel section on the website where people can interactively do that and just kind of send it off to us um when i do get around to rebuilding the website because i keep meaning to and i keep forgetting to so <laughs> i will get to it eventually um but yeah look if if the worst happens and we have to cancel it Keep an eye on our social media. Obviously, DCC will let, will let people know. They've already been great with some preparations um, mm. around uh, the coronavirus. But uh, if if it affects us in that way, it, we'll have it on our social media as well. And you guys will be on top of it. But um, yeah, I think that's a great idea, Ken. Um, if it is cancelled, you guys do a special podcast and that'd be great. And I can oh, wear, yeah, of course. And I can wear my cape for that then. <laughs> we, won't, we won't get the benefit of it on radio though I'll take a picture, it'll be fine uh, Okay, okay <laughs> um, Yeah, but that, that's basically all the housekeeping we have there um, going forward But New Strayo Canto, speaking of Lisa, uh, is mm-hmm. scheduled for next Tuesday She's doing it bi-weekly, so every two weeks that's when it's dropping So that's cool mm-hmm. Um, I will do a wrestling show at some point because it's WrestleMania season, and I have to because it's WrestleMania season, and which also might be cancelled, which would be crazy. They're probably going to stream that only, which would be wild. Um, You're sending all, like people listening on like an emotional roller coaster, announcing these things that may or may not happen. Well, I don't know. I'm excited, man. Like, <laughs> if, if, like for the past four weeks, for the past four weeks, I've been watching Medicare talk about this, and he's like, "This is a happening," and I'm I'm yeah. trying to explain to people this is a happening. They're like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "No, it's a happening, and it's happening now." <laughs> so it's exciting and crazy and terrifying at the same time to see at the time period of all this like going off, and I'm just like. On one hand, I'm like, oh my god, I just spent like 300 euro for my gig mm. in London, and it's the biggest gig we've ever done as a band, which might be cancelled, which would suck. But also, the after effects of WrestleMania being cancelled and all this kind of stuff would be crazy. That's never been done before, you know? Or even just streaming in an empty arena, which would also be crazy and wild. So it's just <laughs> like, wow, this is insane. We are living in Plague Inc., ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if we survive, this podcast will be a fantastic little time capsule. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you know. By the way, Plague Inc. is banned in China, which is a bit ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, that's not going to do anything. You know, uh, Plague Inc. is a fun game. Um, don't watch Contagion, because Contagion's a scary movie. Um, and I watched it there like two weeks ago again, and it's pretty scary. Um, but yeah. Let's move on to happier things. And by happier things, I mean disappointing things. So, Kane, there's one thing I need to talk to. Well, there's many things I need to talk to you about, obviously. Yeah. 
I don't know where to start though. I don't know which one. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like a child at Christmas. I'm excited by this. So first one is, do we derail the podcast and talk about Star Wars? Or do we derail the podcast and talk about Doctor Who? Which could, I offer, could I offer a safer alternative so that neither ends up eating the whole episode? Yes. I saw Birds of Prey about two weeks ago. Have you seen oh that yet? Oh my god, yes I have. Thank you. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, love Bird. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, me too. I wasn't really planning to see it. It was a bit of a spur-of-the-moment thing. Same. But like, I'd, I'd heard so little about it that I was intrigued. And I went to it, and we actually were a few minutes late, but the framing device actually helped us out because it reset right around the time we came in. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah. It, kind of, and, it, it goes back like two or three times. Yeah, and I absolutely loved it. You enjoyed it as well then, yeah? I thought it was great, but I do, you know, the whole uh, marketing thing of it, you know, that's why it sucked so badly. That's Because mm. literally, I was there, I went to go see my parents, you know, because my mom doesn't really get out to the cinema that much. Um, yeah. And I'm like, no, you're, you're going to the cinema, come on. And I was like, right, I'll pay for, so I pay for my dad and my mom to go. And I was like, right, we'll go and we'll go see in the, we go see in the ice ends and stuff. And I was like, right, this is cool. Um, and my mom wanted to go see it because she likes Harley Quinn. I'm like, that's kind of weird, but all right. And, um, <laughs> I always forget my parents are like massive nerds, and I'm just like, okay. So it's just, you know, you don't, you don't. Really? You're yeah. so lucky. Well, you don't lick it off a stone, man. You know, I just, you just yeah. kind of forget. Like, and you know, again, my parents are like, you know, but, but I, that's where I got it from, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, and we went in, and as we were sitting there, the, there was like a couple of kids across the way, and you know, you can hear kids like, you know, because they don't understand to keep their voice, yeah. device down. But when you know when it comes up just before the movie starts, and it's like the the uh, the Irish censorship board, yeah, uh, the, that kind of panel, it popped up, <laughs> and uh, it was still Birds of Prey, right? Yeah, and the yeah. Kids are like, what? What is this Harley Quinn? What's Birds of Prey? And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my god, man, this is why the movie failed. <laughs> Yeah, you know, cause the, uh, by the time I went to go see it, I think the same you. They had changed it from Birds of Prey to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, right? Oh, I th- I didn't know that they'd actually. I thought that was something they were just floating as an idea. I didn't know it actually happened. Yeah, no, it it happened. That's why they did it because they they changed it from uh, Birds of Prey, the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, to just yeah. Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. And if you look at it on IMDb now, that's what they've changed. And the reason why they changed it is because nobody knew what Birds of Prey was. And that sounded ridiculous mm. until I actually experienced it in real life. Happening live, yeah. Yeah, like right beside me. And I was, I was actually like crying laughing because it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is actually why this movie failed. <laughs> because it's not bad. It's very good. It's very enjoyable. You know, I yeah, some, it's you know, merc- mercifully it's ninety minutes, which I really miss in films. Yeah, like you know, I know some people are like, oh, it's you know a feminist movie. And I was like, oh, no, who cares? It's not. It's just a bit of fun. Black Mask is in it. Black Mask is. A bit oh, you McGregor has so great. much fun in the role. You know, but I was watching some people, you know, talk about it and they're like, oh, yeah. it's a fe- it's a woke movie. And I'm like, it's not though. It's just, it's just birds of prey you know now to be fair i i wouldn't call it a woke movie though it's it's because all of the like obviously there's fantastic female characters in it but they're also awful people yeah it's not like yeah like they're not even like the actual birds of prey birds of prey you know in the comics um but yeah i didn't really get that sense i thought like you know this kind of backlash towards wonk you know sometimes it's justified and we'll get to that but um well, we will get to that, but um, <laughs> but like you know, just 
lashing out at anything is kind of silly. And I think this is a case of, hey, don't throw the baby out with the bow water because yeah. this was not an example of this. Like, yeah, everyone in a movie you don't like, you're not supposed to like. And even yeah. say, like Harley even says, you know, I'm not a good person. Literally. Yeah, and, she, and she's an unreliable narrator, and that's part oh, of the fun. Oh, I love yeah. the bit where it skipped into, like, Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Halfway great. through a moment where she was getting bored. Like, I love little flourishes like that. But it was great. I, I, like, the had such a great little personality. Um, it was a fun, a genuinely fun movie. Now, I saw it in Licence, and I was kind of mm. deaf coming out of it, because I'm <laughs> I was like, this is a loud movie. <laughs> but it was, it was fun, and anyone who hasn't seen it, you know, um, I think it's out of cinema now, but if it's not, go see it. If it is, buy it on DVD, buy it on Blu-ray. Um, it's yeah, movie. it's such a shame. Like, I, I know obviously you can't forget too beaten up about you know a big budget superhero movie underperforming. Like, because I was talking to the guy selling our tickets, and he said no one's going to see it. Everyone's going to see Parasite. I'm yeah, like, obviously so Parasite deserves the love more in the grand scheme of things. But it's such a shame that like Suicide Squad made Avengers money. And now that bad will is going into this, and it's such a good movie, and see, it's so dude, lovingly made. Like. I don't, I don't even think that's the reason why. Again, no? I think it's just nobody knew what Birds of Prey was. Okay, I, I hadn't, I still haven't seen a trailer to this day. Oh no, there are loads of trailers. It's just the trailers were not great. You know, no, no, they, they were kind of they were hit and miss. You know, I just this is like a classic example of how to fail marketing your movie and mm. whoever and whoever like you have to prime for this you know like to be fair guardians of the galaxy right just to bring it to it guardians mm. of the galaxy would have been as obscure if not more obscure than birds of prey yeah if it wasn't riding the marvel buzz that movie would have mm. failed too but it wasn't you know it was a totally different thing there's no goodwill for dc movies there is no awareness of DC movies outside of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And it was just kind of, it was just upsetting, really, because you're like, this movie's actually great, you know? And then when I saw the stuff online, I'm like, oh, now you have these crazy people, you know, getting their narrative fulfilled by something that isn't true. And that annoyed me, too. So it's like, look, go see Birds Prey. And if you're affected by the coronavirus and everything's locked down, it'll, you can surf the high seas and it'll probably be there. Um, theoretically. Yeah, theoretically, for educational purposes. Uh, it's totally worth your time. <laughs> but I, I haven't seen Parasite yet. I will. Um, I saw Joker again in IMAX, oh, yeah? which was great. Um, yeah, because Cine World were doing like a Oscar film festival there like two weeks ago. And I, went, I saw Joker on the IMAX. So, uh, so it holds up on a second viewing, yeah? That, this is my fourth viewing. Yeah, it does. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's great. And I didn't mean to see it four times. I just have seen it four times. Uh, it's just yeah. a great movie. It's, it really is a very good movie, um, as we've talked about many episodes ago. Um, speaking of, for educational purposes, theoretically, I got a Vita, a PS Vita. Huh. Right? Really? Like the handheld thing? Yeah. Um, I got it on adverts of some lad in pavilions and the reason why is because the vita is a great console right and in the band it's kind of like the band console right everyone in the band has one because we just like them and when you're touring a lot you need something you need a book or yeah but eventually you get sick of reading books and podcasts so you just want to have something mindless quickly after you finish playing the show you know 
Um, and the lads were like, look, get a Vita. I'm like, no, man, I have a Go. It's great. You know, the, PS, the, the PSP Go is fantastic, which it is. Yeah. And um, they're like, no, get a Vita. I'm like, right. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, there's not that really much great, great games on it. It's expensive. Um, and I said, right, I'll trade in a bunch of games in CEX. Trade in a bunch of games in CEX. And I got 114 euro, right? And then on adverts, I saw some lad was selling the Vita uh, on a few other bits and pieces for like 150. So I bet that. But the main thing was the firmware. The firmware that you need to really use the Vita correctly is 3.65, right? Up to 3.7. Right. Because if it goes 3.7, the most of today I think is 3.73. That's basically, you can't do anything with it. That's locked in, right? Um, and most of the exploits you work up to like uh, 3.69, I think, is the highest one. But I saw that this lad had one for 3.65, right? And I was like, cool. I'll pick that up. Now, there, now there's a tiny little scratch on it, and it's driving me mad, but it's not a big deal. You know, it's it's fine. It's, you know, she's a bit beat up, but she's got to wear accounts. She's like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and uh, when he handed it to me, I was, he goes, oh, I was like, hey, is this, this is jailbroken? He goes, oh, no, it's impossible to jailbreak it. I took that as a personal challenge. And, of course uh, you did. Yeah, of course I did, yeah. And yeah, it's not. It's, it's cracks like an egg. Um, <laughs> Do you want to give away some of your trade secrets, theoretically? But uh, well, see, I don't even have to. There's just some great tutorials on YouTube uh, if, you're, <laughs> if you're that inclined. Um, yeah. Uh, but like to be fair it's actually quite a simple process like the process to to jailbreak a playstation psp go is like i have it down to a fine art but theoretically for educational purposes if you were to do it you literally just drag over a file and click it and that's it right oh, it just, it just that's much easier than i expected hacking is theoretically um <laughs> you know it, it is like it's not a hard process because Basically, the same thing for jailbreak and whatever. It all works on exploits, right? And basically, it's a it's a piece. It's a weakness inside a piece of software that you can leverage, click open, and then do whatever you want. That's how it works. It's called um, exploitation, right? And then you go in, and that's when you get your you 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 do what you want to do. It's the same if you're if you're hacking a server, if you're trying to break into anything, you you break in through weak software, right? And the, the the channel that I'd recommend for anyone who wants to do this for educational purposes, of course, <laughs> is uh, Tech James. He has he's great, and I you know follow his YouTube his channels, and you can educate yourself up on how it's done. Um, but basically, this one um, it's done through a demo, a demo, right? Right. So you download the demo. And then you're able to get the expectation kit in there true, give yourself God mode, and then you install basically a, a thing called a v, um, FTP server and a Vita shell. You give yourself a shell of the system. Can I just ask, do you actually use this thing to play games at this point? Uh, see, a lot of the fun is gone by the time I've done it, so I'm still, <laughs> I'm still messing with it. But what happens is... By the time I finish doing all this stuff, theoretically, the fun is gone. Yeah. So I need to kind of circle back. So in a couple of weeks, I'll kind of circle back in and be like, oh, yeah, this is a games console. It's not just a challenge. But, um, yeah, it's it, it's cool, you know, and I think it's great to kind of have this. But I lo- when I get a new console or whatever, I like to particularly 
see what I can do and see the the actual like boundaries that you can push with this. And uh, David is great. It's fantastic, even as its own thing, um, without breaking it. It's it's cool. Like it's it's really nice. It's really sleek. It's fun to play with. You can remote uh, play PS3 games and PlayStation 4 games. But when you do educationally using it, um, yeah, man, you can really have a good time. So yeah, get one. But make sure you like. I know CEX have them, but always check the firmware and if it's up high, avoid because you won't be able to do anything with it. Because at the moment now, it's very difficult to do a, a firmware downgrade. Right. So I I'm not good with software. Are there any worthwhile games or apps or anything on the PS Vita that's worth picking up at this point? See, here's the thing, right? I, I'm a big fan of Bullet Hell games. Do you know what a Bullet Hell game is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it's like Igaruga, right? I love, love Bullet Hell games, right? They're my favorite genre of games. And um, yeah, the Vita has so many of them. So many of them. So um, Shinmora is good. Um, Sono X is good. Rezogun. Solner X2 final prototype. Um, like they're just the ones I've kind of been playing a bit now as well. And I, you know, um, yeah, so start with those, they're great games. Also, um, what I have really enjoyed is there's a lot of really good weeb games on it too. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so like what? Uh, Corpse Party, Riddled Corpses, okay, X. uh, Hintu Mika, Blaze Brew series is on it. Um, <laughs> What's it? Uh, Gal Gun Girls. Is I've heard it. of that one, yeah. Yeah, oh, you have. Yeah, you've definitely heard yeah. these games. Uh, and then, like, Half Full Boyfriend and stuff like that as well. It's quite fun. But, like. Oh, the pigeon. Is that the pigeon one? It's the pigeon dating sim, yeah. I've got that on the PC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, basically, what's cool about this is that's like uh, all the weird kind of like games that are on Steam are on yeah. this, too. So, oh, okay. That's a selling point. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's super fun. But then also, they have some, like. Uh, higher tier games like The Binding of Isaac and like a really good port of Marvel vs. Capcom 3, God of War. Uh, man, basically, look, it, it's, it is a fantastic little system. And also what I do like, like what, what may, actually made me get it um, is I love Battlefront 2. You know this. I love oh, Star. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I love the, the later Battlefront 2, yeah? I love both. Um, yeah. Like I, I really enjoyed the later Battlefront too, but even like the 2005 one, I have the ultimate modded version of it on my Xbox, right? But right, um, the actual like handheld one is cool too, and um, I, I love playing on the PSP. But the PSP has only one analog stick, and it's kind of awkward to play sometimes. This one is great because it has two analog sticks. So, oh, okay, so it's like playing on the Xbox, and it's fantastic. Not only that, right? For educational purposes, theoretically, you can install a PSP emulator on top of the. Vehicle. Oh, so you get all the old games as well. So you get all the old games theoretically, and all the PlayStation games, and all the emulators that are on the PSP also work on the Vita through that system. <laughs> I really hope that your man who you uh, you bought this off isn't hearing this and suddenly realizes that he wants it back. Well, look, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing is impossible to hack. It's just time and effort and anything can be broken or hacked. That's the truth of it. <laughs> if you get someone committed enough, with enough time, anything can be broken. That's the truth of it. 
That's and why. That's why in the business we say patch your you know up because that's why patching is important. But in this case, patching isn't important because then it defeats the purpose. And speaking of things that are broken with time, do you want to talk about the big Star Wars reveal that got dropped this week? Which there's two. There are two Star Wars. Oh, there's two. There's okay, two. they're ahead of me. Well, then, do you want to take the lead on this? Right. So, Rise of Skywalker's train wreck. Yeah. Right. And there are many questions. Many, many, many questions. Right. One was, um, what? What the hell is this? Mm. Um, what's going on? None of this makes <laughs> sense. Where did Palpatine come from? Is he a clone? Is he not? What is my life? Yeah, you know, all this kind of stuff. So we, we got some answers. And we got some answers by way of the book. All right? Right. Uh, so yeah, Palpatine's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine's son is a failed clone. <laughs> How do you make a failed clone? Well, that's apparently what Snoke was as well. Snoke was a failed Palpatine clone. So uh, he's a failed clone that got taller. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they're saying. But we can confirm the first two. Okay. Uh, and that's what it's. That's what we have now. That's canon, right? Uh, and I just want to draw attention to a comic book series called Dark Empire. Which have you read Dark? Empire? I was wondering if you'd bring this up. Yeah. I have. I had a hardback copy of Dark Empire. My friend has it, and I'm like, dude. Please find it because it's worth five hundred euro, um, <laughs> and I have a, I have a paperback copy of it up here, and that's two hundred euro. So I'm like, mm. nice. So I've read it, and I, I read it before it was cool. Uh, and people are like, oh, I hate it. It's so lame and cheesy. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. Mm. And now they just did it badly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, if you're going to get rid of the EU because it's lame and bad, I'm like, yeah. okay, at least, at least do it better. Don't do it worse. And they just yeah. made the series worse. And it's it like a photocopy of a photocopy, literally with clones, because it's like a it's like a bad idea done worse. Like fair, I'm it, so yeah. To be fair, it's, sorry, it's not a bad idea. Like to be fair, I actually kind of like it, and it makes way more sense. It's just put that in the movie. Yeah. Like if that. So I'm it's I'm confused though. I was hoping you clarify this. Does this mean that the original Palpatine was a clone, or is this new no. and hang? No. As a clone. What happened was, according to this story, right. Palpatine was Palpatine, right? Right. He he died. Right. They made a clone. Right. And then the Sith occultists brought a spirit back and put him into a body, but the body is failing because he has so much dark side energy into him. Right. So that's why he needed to do it. Now, this is actually very similar to the actual uh, Dark Empire book where they have. A series of clones, and he comes back younger. And this would this would make sense because this is why Matt Smith was hired. Matt, Matt Smith was supposed to be a younger clone to fight yeah, yeah. Ren and um, Ray, which again would have made would would have been a better movie if they had a you know done that. But yeah, because I, I don't mind Palpatine being there if he's in there, kind of in the periphery or whatever. But like that I, movie was lacking a villain in a big way. Yeah, like I don't I don't mind what they did as such. If they had it committed to it, it was the fact that yeah. it was so shoehorned in where somehow Palpatine has returned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we don't know he's back. We haven't seen that. They mm. decided to reveal it on Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> and then to, to, to actually explain what happened, they, they did it through a visual novel and sorry, a visual dictionary and then to yeah. a novel. And it's like, this 
this is not good storytelling. This is like the opposite <laughs> of good storytelling. This is terrible. You know, and it's such a strange thing because okay, a character coming back to life, you have to explain that obviously. But it seems like they could have done it in a way that isn't as complicated as this. They could have, uh, and I, th- I, th- I, you know, I do think they were trying to, or they had that intention, but mm. the, the, they were trying to play it so safe that they just upset everybody. Yeah, and it's just, it's one of the worst, most disappointing things I've ever seen in a film <laughs> franchise. Because it's like, you couldn't just leave it alone. You had to come back and make it worse twice. <laughs> it's like, what is the point of this? Like, you know, I like the clones. I think the clone idea is cool. It's like the whole point of the Mandalorian is that he's a clone of Yoda or Yoda speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of what they're setting up where like, the doctor in the Mandalorian time had figured out the clone force sensitives and that's how they're did it. Cool. That makes sense. Tell that story. Don't just and, do nothing. Yeah, I agree. And moreover, it's like it. I love the idea and I hope there's like a special edition summer releases where all those like shadowy figures in the back of Palpatine's room were a thousand more Palpatines. That I would go in for that. Like, like when the master and doctor who made everyone on earth into him. That's so goofy. I'd love to see that. See, that, that's cool. You know what? Even on Korriban, you know, that's... If they had to just stayed on Korriban, there was no yeah, reason yeah. to change it. That was kind of part of the thing, too. They had the locals of of Korriban who were dark side users. It's like, it's... It was all there. What I do think is funny about this is Kathleen Kennedy came out a couple of months ago. Remember she said we don't have any books or any to pull stories from? Oh, yeah. I remember you getting angry about that, yeah. And then she goes and pulls one from the stories. It's like, are you... <laughs> brain dead because you really <laughs> seem like you're um, but yeah, speaking of which actually before we get on to Doctor Who stuff which <laughs> it's just amazing um, yeah. High Republic what do you think about this do you hear about this oh this, there's like they're doing a new Star Wars time period is that it yeah it's like 200 years before the prequels so it's right. not the Old Republic but it's the High Republic I I have no faith in this um, at all like the oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this. Um, okay, so back up a bit. Are these films or books or games? What is it? It's uh, they haven't said they've only released a trailer, but it looks like it's gonna be a series of books and comics and stuff like that, right? Okay. But I have to I have to read their little their little board because their board is amazing. Okay. So they got a bunch of people in authors to do a timeline of what they wanted, right? And the board, has, this has gone around the internet. And it's just, this doesn't, doesn't fill me with, with anything good, right? So, so there's a wish list, right? So they have a, what they love about Star Wars, what they want in Star Wars, and what, um, what fiction should have, right? So, oh, 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 God, I think I did see someone talking about this image. So what's on yeah. the board? So on the fiction side of things, it's right. authentically living. Okay, cool. Right. Surprise. Yeah. Okay. Diver- just the concept of surprise. Just surprise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity. Like, okay. So tokenism. Okay, yeah, so, so, to- so tokenism. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, actual ending. Okay. <laughs> Feelings. Okay. <laughs> Relatable characters. All right, I'll give you that. Um, sweeping epic. 
Like, okay, that's always that's yeah. not always good. Um, and humor. All right. So that's that's what their perfect idea of fiction is, right? So Can I just stop you right there? Aren't these things that should be in all fiction, not just Star Wars in general? No, no. This is this is what they claim a perfect fiction should be. Okay, okay, all right. It's, it still seems a bit broad strokes to me. It's very, like, but yeah, it's, it's very broad strokes. It's like, you know, that's like, like for example, if if I'm reading uh, a very contained story, like uh, Alter Carbon, you know, I don't yeah. want a big sweeping epic. I want a very small contained story, right? But yeah. whatever. Okay, so this is what they love about Star Wars, and this is where it just goes off the rails. Right, all right. It's not pro-war. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I know it's always been like a sort of Vietnam-ishness to Star Wars, but still, it's called Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, and it has many different wars inside that premise. Okay. They like droids. It's like, okay, I like droids. Yep, yep, They're cool. Yeah, true, yeah. The scope. That I don't understand what that means. Uh, mythic. Okay. Okay. Fair. Space and lightsaber battles. Okay. Uh, duh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No single main character. It's like, there was though. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was. Um, yeah. And the force. It's like okay. Okay. Now here's what they want. So here's their wishes. Now this is the people who are going to write the show, write the comic. Right, this whole era, right? So this is. I've got to say, I know you're building up some, but my expectations are already abysmally low, just based on what you've said so far. Oh, just wait! It gets so much worse. <laughs> it gets so much worse, right? So, the High Republic, right? That's what they want, right? That's that's first. Then they have relic hunters. Mm, okay. Bad. Yeah, I like that. Right. Right. Yeah. A, a university. Kind of a weird like, concept, like Jedi school. Like I don't know. Okay. It's like they already okay. had that. The Jedi Temple yeah. been there for thousands of years. Yeah. Okay, um, dinosaurs with an exclamation point. I'm in. Yeah, but I'm like they already have dinosaurs. They have, they have these creatures. Wait, where's my mm. Star Wars encyclopedia? <laughs> it's over there. They already have these things. These things already <laughs> exist. Anyway, uh, the next one is representation and diversity. It's on the board twice. It's on the good. board twice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Arterian Legends. That's what Star Wars already is. That's kind um, of, especially The Force Awakens. That was very leaning very much into the idea of the Star Wars heroes being sort of Arthurian and the new characters loving them. Dude, even the first the, 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 the first uh, saga, uh, it's, it's the, um, what's it? The, the originals. The, yeah, it's the hero's tale. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Joseph Campbell, Terrible Tales and Faces. Uh, yeah. Rival Houses. Okay, Game of Thrones, calm down. Oh, okay, it's at least it's original. I, I, I can't fault it on that. And then you have the Sith Empire, which is already a thing, and then Chaos Agents. Yeah. So not all Chaos. of that. Board- not all of Chaos that. Agents? What are those? I don't know. Sorry, should we go okay, I, think, right. I think they're just kind of like, you know, wild cards or something. But right. not all of that board is bad. But a lot of that board is bad, and it reads very poorly. It's, it's. I mean, it's so. It's all. Like, I'm not as big a Star Wars fan as you, but it all seems so obvious. It all. It almost isn't worth writing on the board. Well, diversity is worth writing twice for some reason. 
Yeah, ironically, there is a lack of diversity of ideas on that board, right? Like, and that, and that, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what concerns you with this. I'm like, yeah, okay, so you want to have tokenism, but no new ideas. All these ideas would have all been done before. Yeah, better. And they're obvious ones. Well, I'll give you, I'll give a shout out to Lisa again. Lisa has not seen Star Wars, but if you asked her about Star Wars, she would have known all that stuff. Except the real, and that's stupid. not a good sign. I. Except Love Lisa to death, but she's not a Star Wars fan, and she knows that, that stuff. Yeah, I know. And you know, and you know what she wouldn't have said that Star Wars is not well, pro war because that's that's <laughs> dumb as hell. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. So no, listen, I I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I have absolute no ho no high hopes for this at all. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a colossal dumpster fire. Nobody's gonna buy it, and no one's gonna care. And then they're gonna be like, "Okay, that failed. What do we do now?" But you know, Disney have to be hurt because they don't understand what they have, and they have to be hurt. So, okay. Yeah, because Disney's a fierce one for like micromanaging their own assets to some degree. Like, like you saw how Pixar went when they got officially bought up by Disney and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. you know. Like, uh, so Star Wars, it's as a universe, is kind of like Doctor Who in the way that you just throw stuff at a wall and see what sticks. Mm. And that's always been the model, and it was the model in the prequels and the games and all that kind of stuff. But Disney just aren't comfortable with that working model. So we'll never get it. So it's going to keep not working until something changes, you know? Well, they need a story. They do need an overarching story and ideas, and they haven't yeah. got that. You know, that was that was the big thing with the the last series of movies. But this thing, you know, it concerns me when you have these. There's no like one storyteller who yeah. it's all coming from or one narrative. They're focusing on hitting bullet points on a board, and I'm like, okay, look, I'm all for, ha- but like even going to the diversity thing, Star Wars have never had that problem. No, in the EU, like it's it's the one franchise that I can honestly say hand on heart where I'm like, listen, they do not have that problem. They never have. So I'm like, either you haven't read the books, or think this is something that it isn't, and they're going to just kill it through ignorance. Yeah. So I'm not. And like, yeah, and like the prequels and the original films weren't the most diverse things ever, but there was diversity within it. Samuel Jackson was like the most powerful Jedi on the council. Oh, oh yeah. your man from SNL who played uh, Leia's stepdad and like Jimmy all Smith's the clones and all that kind of stuff. But no, Jimmy Smith's that name, yeah. But here's the thing: I'm not even talking about that. I'm leave the films Elva because these aren't films; these are books and comics, hmm. right? Some of the biggest heroes in the saga, right? Mara Jade, hmm. Bastila, yeah, uh, Janna Solo. You know, th- there's three. They are huge, huge characters. Yeah, I just don't exist. And it's like okay. You know, I just, I just don't know what they were thinking. Like, and I, look, I don't know. We're, we have to wait and see. I'm not going to buy any of the books. I, you know, it's a good thing you work in a bookshop because you'll be able to tell me how I, bad these are I, feeling. If nothing else, I can get them slightly cheaper if I would take the sting out of it. No, I just want to know if anyone even goes near them because the comic industry is not doing great. Um, yeah. And we're getting two comics from two different co- uh, companies in this as well. So, oh man, it's going to be bad. So, if you're interested, here are the Star Wars books that sell in my branch anyway. Go on. Uh, Timothy Sands consistently sell 
both yes, the original right. ones he did and the Thrawn books. Exactly. Dark Empire, not Dark Empire. What's the series Empire's End? Yeah, the new one. That's the 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 one that's between episode six, episode seven. Yeah, that Empire sells Empire. sometimes. Right. And then the Shakespeare ones sell whenever we get them in. But oh, that's okay. it. None of the other ones ever really go. We've got loads of Han Solo books from the new era that have not moved at all since they came in. Yeah, and look, to be fair, I have, I, I, uh, not, not, not in a hypotetic way or not that, I think I have every single original EU book. I believe you. <laughs> um, and I've, I've read all of them. Um, <laughs> not twice or any of that, but I have read all of them. I've read some of them multiple times. But um, I need a new one to have them bothered because I just, there's no point. Like, it's, it's learning canon that doesn't exist and it's not backed mm. up by anything. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous, you know? And I know some of them are good. I've heard some of that stuff in between uh, 7 and 8 is really good. Some of the stuff that talks about how the First Order rose is quite good as well. But I'm like, man, no. Oh, yeah. Bloodlines is a fantastic read. Uh, there are some hidden that. gems, but you have, to get, you have to get word of mouth recommendations. You don't trust the brand anymore, you know? No, the brand is damaged. And it's, it's damaged not beyond the point of no return, but it's very mm. difficult. By the way, case in point, one of those games I traded in, yeah. guess what game it was? Oh, no, it wasn't a Star Wars game, was it? The very, I used to collect Star Wars games. I have every single Star Wars game from 19... Oh, I know what we're heading for. You sold Fallen Order, didn't I you? I sold Fallen Order. It's the first I Star knew Wars. it. I it's knew it. First Star Your Wars collection. Game. It's the first Star Wars game I have ever <laughs> traded in. Now, I will buy it again when, I, when it's like two euro and the console has like gone out of fashion. But now I can get 40 euro for it. I'm like, yeah, give me the 40 euro because I don't want this anywhere near me. Um, so, yeah. It's a damage I've just... Because I played a lot of Star Wars games as a kid, and I, we had like the kind of learning to write Star Wars games, like the Jar Jar Binks things and Yoda's Apprentice those. and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't I'm just those. imagining, oh, you don't have those? Because I would have loved it if they stayed in your shelf, and yet Fallen Order had to go. <laughs> no, you know what is on my shelf, though? Uh, Yoda stories for the Game Boy Color, which sucks. You That's, have Yoda stories? I do have Yoda stories, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just to break the fourth wall. My brother's passing through the room, and when he heard me say that you had Yoda stories, just the color drained from his face. Yeah, yeah. well, you can t- you can tell him that that remained, and yet I fall in order did not. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's you, you poor soul. Yeah. So, anyway, moving away to wrap up the show, we have to talk about this. And listen, man, I've said this before, and I'm not joking. I'm not doing it to be a douche or that. But listen, yeah, I don't know how you do it. Right, you're the most like, you're the most like forgiving person in the world when it comes to Doctor Who. That I just don't understand. I don't know if you're trolling or if you're like masterly trolling because I I, I fell off the bus when Matt Smith left because I I love right. Matt Smith and I love Doctor Who. I really do. Right, the show is great. Um, not obviously a big fan of you because I just gave up. I was like, ah oh, no. Right, yeah. and I've been kind of casually watching the Whitaker. I didn't really mind Jodie Whitaker. The writing has got progressively worse. I will have to say. When I when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is bad. And then I saw your action, I was like, oh, the, the twist is bad. And I was like, okay, let's look at the twist. And then I read what the twist was. And I watched the show and I was just like... Oh, you watched the episode, did yeah, you? Yeah, and I'm like, this is... Okay, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it yet. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about it or do you want to talk about it first? Um, 
What I will say is that um, for the twist to work, you do need to have kind of seen the season before because they do set up a lot of things. Right. So people who so just watching that one on its own doesn't give it quite a fair shake. But I do understand why people are very very upset about it. The reason okay, I'm not. On. One second. One you second. go first. Yeah. One second. One second. Guys, we're gonna ruin this. Uh, if yeah. you haven't seen the show, pause this. For yeah. like yeah, or, or, or then come back and listen to it. I just didn't go go it. watch it and then come back. It's yeah. best. It's best watched. I feel bad for people who had it because like um, my brother said when it was being when the twist was being dropped, the leaks were correct. Yeah, it's not. It sounds awful when you hear it, but when you watch it, it does kind of make a case for it. So that's why I liked it's, it personally. Yeah, like okay, well. Uh, the execution of it, I didn't dislike. The, sh- the show itself, I didn't dislike. I it was it wasn't, it wasn't the actual thing itself. It's the fact that it recons. It, like it's, the, I think it's the biggest recon in history. Should I'm we just here. say what it is? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Okay. The the long and sh- I'll get into more details as we go along because like I mean you talked about your kind of Star Wars books I am all over the Doctor Who radio plays and books and fact books and all that kind of stuff yeah so it doesn't bother me as much if it was going to bother someone it would have bothered me like uh, basically the long and short of it is that they go into the Gallifreyan archive matrix what have you and the Master reveals that the Doctor isn't from Gallifrey she was found at an interdimensional gateway thing and she is essentially the source of time lords having regenerations mm. and that was stolen from her yeah. and then they blocked out her memory of loads and loads of lives yeah. before the show started yeah and it's killed, a it's yeah. a it, i wouldn't go so far as to call it a retcon it's not really changing things so much as it is that like you know See, apart from the first doctor not being the first doctor it's a there have been bigger recons there has well it's a recon in the sense that i know they had and forgive me here because i'm i'm kind of i'm not as knowledgeable as doctor who is everybody. Mm, yeah the morbius doctors right this was a thing yeah. in which doctor was it the fourth doctor yeah fourth doctor yeah they set this up where he had like he was showing all these other doctors who were known as the Morbius doctors, right? But that was written off yeah. as a, a throwaway thing. But this seems to be now canon. This seems to be they were actual doctors in the past. Yes. So, and the, the Time Lords kill, uh, the, sorry, the Gallifreyans killed the doctor hundreds of times to understand how regeneration worked. And give it to themselves. And give it to themselves. Give it to themselves. But, yeah. Now, I don't really, I don't hate that as such, but what I do hate is the fact that there is this, there is this kind of like overwhelming hatred towards this specific series. And it, like now at the moment, the the series is at seventeen percent Rotten Tomatoes. No way, really. Yeah, from what I can see, or an IMDb, yeah. I don't know which one it is. Right. Um, and, and people are very upset, man. Like I've even seen that some people who have like the the world record holder of Doctor Who merchandise hmm. stop watching Doctor Who. Wow. And I'm just like, that's why when I see you talk about, or, or it's, it's boy, it's it's really cool to get your perspective on it because I'm like, you, you say what? that. I'm what I'm hearing is there's a vacancy. <laughs> but I just I, I don't know the disconnect because like I don't have I never never had that passion for it like hmm. it's a great show and I do really enjoy it but 
I just I don't know what happened to like where's the break? Why is it so bad? Why is it perceived as being so bad? Um, it has certainly become a bit more like for lack of a better term, preachy in Whiskers era. I think they right. reined that in a bit in this series, certainly. Right. Right. There, there, there was a lot more subtle with the stuff they did. But, apart but, like, from but dude, Doctor Who has always been very yeah, yeah, we've talked about that before. It's always yeah, kind of been that. Yeah, like, it, it, out of all the fandoms, it's the one where you're like, you're going to see the most blue hairs, you're going to, you know, have yeah. the most, you know, uh, woke people watching. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, but you are, you know, and you're just kind of like, okay, cool. And you go in knowing that. So I'm like, what happened? When when did people's perceptions just change? Like, it's never really been, you know, one of those gatekeeping yeah. shows, you know? I mean... To me, this is nothing new because when Matt Smith was the doctor and they were doing the River Song stuff, I had plenty of people on the internet saying, bring back Russell T. Davies. And now, such is the way they're saying, bring back Stephen Moffat. Like, the two explanations I can give for why people are reacting this way are in a sort of metatextual way. People are getting annoyed that they've changed it. It doesn't bother me because, unlike a Star Trek or a Star Wars, Doctor Who is a show that just makes up the rules as it goes along yeah. as its selling point. And it's always there wasn't, on that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That. So that doesn't bother me personally. Like, the other... Sorry. Yeah, just, you, just, just no, you that, go first. Yeah. Just, just on that point, right? That was kind of cool with the War Doctor and stuff like that. I really liked yeah. that. I was like, that's actually awesome. You know, I, you can't just pick and choose what you like and what you don't like when hmm. the whole concept of the show is timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. That's how they explain how time travel yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, they don't have like a hard, hardcore kind of, this is it. This is the timeline. This is what yeah. happened. You know, it's like, it's just kind of weird. So I'm like, is it just, is it just that kind of Moffat, uh, Russell T. Davis clash amped up now because she's a woman and it's like, blah, blah, blah. Or is it just, or is there actually something to it? Is the show actually dipped in quality? It's, you know, I honestly, I, I certainly think this season was better than the last series. I think right. they've dipped, there's been a lot of Russell T slash Stephen Moffat style episodes, right. which does beg a slight bit of neediness, but I don't mind if the episodes are actually good, so that's good. Okay. Um, the only thing I can say as far as, like, the reaction, like, I remember when the first episode went out, I saw loads of YouTube things like, Spyfall, the first two-parter, was really good, but I saw loads of YouTube videos going up as saying such and such, lowest viewing features in da-da-da-da-da. It was like, all right, you're just kind of dogpiling for the sake of dogpiling. I saw none of this with Capaldi. Like, I don't want to make it that way, but it's kind of hard not to think of it too. So honestly, the, my best answer is I don't know. What I can say is that they actually were planning to do something like this in the classic series. They were going to drop that the, the seventh doctor was one of the founding time Lords who gave them the ability not to regenerate, but to time travel. But the show got canceled before they had the chance to do that. So to me, they're just picking up the thread that never got answered. The doctor's name was also going to be a thing they were going to do yeah, in that. that time period. And as you know, from watching Matt Smith, they just kind of picked up that ball and ran with it. So, I don't know. It's, I've always assumed the Doctor was of some importance yeah. to their legacy anyway, just by virtue of it being the show and he, she being the main character. Yeah, like I think the, the overreaction to this is probably unjustified. 
but it's it's just kind of weird, you know, because the the show itself is it, it's it's getting unwatchable for a lot of people. And I I think that's kind of sad. I'd hate to see the show go into an 80s style decline again but BBC have said they're not going to cancel it so I don't think there's any fear of it being cancelled again but it's like you know I'd like to see it be good again as such yeah but on that note like I mean which is it are people upset or are people not watching it because it can't be both if it's both then they're not watching it but they're reading the headlines and that's not really fair that's not fair that's not fair yeah like as I said now you know I've seen a lot of people saying oh I'm not going to watch it now after this but listen I'm a wrestling fan and you know what happens (laughs) no listen you know what happens people say they're not going to watch it after a pay-per-view on Sunday after oh, a pay-per-view yeah? on Sunday, they're like, oh, I'm never watching it again. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. Monday night, oh, we're watching it <laughs> So it's like, I've heard this before. I've heard this for like yeah. eight, eight years, 25 years. So it's like, you know what? Yeah, they're going to watch it again. So look, for anyone who's upset, let us know. I would love to know your take on it. No. Oh, genuinely. I'm in a bubble yeah. as far as, I don't know many people who watch Doctor Who, not just recently, but never. So I would love to have the bands. The other thing I'd say just before we move off it, like, is if you know anything about the Time Lords, they're fierce, dodgy. Yeah. Like, I've I've just finished listening to the whole Time War Gallifrey series, and the Time Lords are all a bunch of self-serving politicians who are always backstabbing each other so and all that sense. kind of stuff. So yeah, they've they've always been skeevy. Sure, in the David Tennant finale, they tried to blow up the universe. Why are people taking the fact that they are even more evil? Personally, yeah. See, to, to me, when I actually heard that, right, I was like, "That makes sense." Because yeah. you never got the sense that the Gallifreyans were good people. No, they were awful. Like yeah. they, they always, they, and in the classic show too, the same. They, oh, the classic, classic show, they made a point of it. The classic show, they yeah, made I mean, a point of it. Yeah, yeah. So, and the Doctor ran away for a reason. Like they're just exactly. self-serving gods who, like, eventually had to take on the Daleks and lost. You know, they're not. There's nice Time Lords, but they're not a nice species by any means. No, definitely not. Look, nerdtonomedia at gmail.com. Do let us know. If you're one of the fans who's pulling your hair out and, oh my God, the worst show and the feminism is ruining everything, yeah. let us know because I really want to know why you're upset because I don't really care. Uh, and <laughs> So it's just like I'm just sitting here going, wow, is this as bad as it actually is or is just people being crazy? So let, let me know. Uh, gmail.com if you want to chime in on anything we have talked about on this Keen, is there anything you want to say before we wrap up this week uh, just if just to say if Dublin Comic Con does go ahead and if you're out there if you're there on the Saturday come check us out we're doing a Harry Potter themed panel on the four Hogwarts houses we're going to be doing some profile stuff Lisa will be there uh, Mannequin Blue will be there it should be great fun is that the one with the little wizard boy it is the one with the little, little wizard boy. And the prequel with the big wizard boy. Ah, I see, I see. We will have one more show. Uh, two more shows. <laughs> Potentially three more shows on Nerds No Media um, before Comic-Con. Straight Out Canto is coming up on Tuesday. There will be a wrestling show at some point because we're so close to WrestleMania. It's crazy. And we will have another uh, Nerds No basis before Comic-Con. Kane won't be on it. We might have a special guest join us, Kane, right? Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully we will if not it'll just be us again and we will try to not get into too much Star Wars because we've talked that to death at this point <laughs> but um, for my co-host and for Brain who's not here and for the whole Nerd to Know team we will see you next week here on Nerd to Know Basis Phoenix 2.5 Thank you.
Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.